Hello everyone, Pastor Kurt here. Thanks for joining me for today's devotion. It is Monday, February 12th, 2024. I'll be reading today from the Common English Bible Translation. The readings come from the Revised Common Lectionary Daily Readings, and you can find a link to those in the show notes below. I also have printed there the readings for today if you wanted to pause this and look those passages up before we continue. I do encourage you to follow along in your own Bible if it, whatever translation you have is just fine. After each reading, there'll be a moment of silence for you to spend time reflecting on each passage, and then I'll offer up some of my own thoughts and reflections. So before we continue, let us pray. O Lord, our God, open our hearts to hear your word and obey your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. All right, so our first reading today is from Exodus chapter 19, verses 7 through 25. Exodus 19 7 through 25. So Moses came down, called together the people's elders, and set before them all these words that the Lord had commanded him. The people all responded with one voice, everything that the Lord has said, we will do. Moses reported to the Lord what the people said. Then the Lord said to Moses, I'm about to come to you in a thick cloud in order that the people will hear me talking with you so that they will always trust you. Moses told the Lord what the people said, and the Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and take today and tomorrow to make them holy. Have them wash their clothes. Be ready for the third day, because on the third day the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai for all the people to see. Set up a fence for the people all around and tell them, Be careful not to go up the mountain or to touch any part of it. Anyone who even touches the mountain must be put to death. No one should touch anything who is anyone who has touched it, or they must be either stoned to death or shot with arrows. Whether an animal or a human being, they must not be allowed to live. Only when the ram's horn sounds may they go up on the mountain. So Moses went down to the went down the mountain to the people. He made sure the people were holy and that they washed their clothes. He told the men, Prepare yourselves for three days. Don't go near a woman. When morning dawned on the third day, there was thunder, lightning, and a thick cloud on the mountain, and a very loud blast of a horn. All the people in the camp shook with fear. Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet God, and they took their place at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was all in smoke because the Lord had come down on it with lightning. The smoke went up like a smoke of a hot furnace, while the whole mountain shook violently. The blasts of the horn grew louder and louder. Moses would speak, and God would answer him with thunder. The Lord came down on Mount Sinai to the top of the mountain. The Lord called Moses to come up to the top of the mountain, and Moses went up. The Lord said to Moses, Go down and warn the people not to break through to try to see the Lord, or may, or many of them will fall dead. Even the priests who come near to the Lord must keep themselves holy, or the Lord will break loose against them. Moses said to the Lord, The people aren't allowed to come up on Mount Sinai, because you warned us and said, Set up a fence around the mountain to keep it holy. The Lord said to him, Go down and bring Aaron back up with you. 
but the priests and the people must not break through and come up to the Lord. Otherwise, the Lord will break loose against them. So Moses went down to the people and told them. This is really kind of an interesting passage, and I it, it really reads familiar. I, I think I've really talked about this passage, or I think we've looked at maybe this passage before uh, in these uh, in these daily devotionals. But um, really, this passage to me, as I was reading through it, through it, speaks to the importance of um, of the encounter of encountering God, right? That when we encounter God. Or when we come to God in either prayer or worship or when we want to experience God's presence in our lives, um, th this passage really speaks to how we just can't do that, you know, willy-nilly. Like God is, God is God. God is awesome. Um, God is uh, the creator of all things. And, and we need to at least show some sort of respect to God that, that we know that, and that God knows that we know that this is, this is an important thing when we come before the Lord, um, that we should treat, treat it with respect and not just frivolously. And so when we see in here about, um, you know, the people agreed to the covenant of God, and then God tells Moses he's going to make an appearance before the, the people on Mount Sinai, he, he tells them to go and to prepare. He says, Go to the people and take today and tomorrow to make them holy. Have them wash their clothes. Be ready for the third day, because on the third day the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai for all people to see. Um, and so uh, to be made holy means to set them apart for a particular purpose. You've heard me talk about this before. And so when we are made holy before we encounter God, we essentially are uh, making ourselves ready for the moment. You know, for example, and this is kind of, I don't know how good of a metaphor this is, but what came to mind for me is like a job interview, right? When you go in for a job interview, you prepare yourself for that. You don't just show up expecting, you know, to get the job. Uh, you prepare for it. You, uh, you know, you get dressed in your nice clothes. Um, you uh, prepare for the interview. Maybe you do a little bit of research on the company that you're going to interview with. Uh, you learn a little bit more about the job that you're going to be interviewing for. You know, you, you kind of prepare yourself for that. You psych yourself up for it in, in a way too. And I think the same thing uh, is suggested at least by this passage that when we come before the Lord, whether in personal prayer or whether we're coming to worship on Sunday um, or Saturday or whenever it is that you worship, um, when we come before the Lord, we need to prepare ourselves for that and, and treat the moment as a sacred time. And um, the problem with this thought, of course, is that sometimes people have come to church and people have, and others have joined, have judged them 
because they're not dressed well enough or they're not fancy enough or that uh, if somebody came in, the, in a jeans and a t-shirt that that um, is somehow uh, dishonoring God. And I think we need to be very careful about that. I do believe that we need to come before the Lord in, um, in such a way that we are bringing honor to God um, and um, honoring ourselves as well as we come before the Lord, that we have to, um, whatever dress we have, that we come, we come in our best, right? We come uh, prepared to encounter the Lord, not that we're just coming, you know, expecting really nothing to happen. Um, and so whatever you wear to church, just make sure it's, it's, it's good, right? It's that it's, it's something that you're wearing to to honor the Lord. And so for you, maybe that is a jeans and a t-shirt because that's all you have. Um, but you should wear your best jeans and your best t-shirt, right? Don't come to church wearing, um, you know, stuff that has holes in it or, or shirts. But unless, of course, that's all you have, and that's perfectly fine. And so keeping that in mind, that is on you as the person coming to church and as those who are joining you for worship, we have no responsibility to judge the person and what they wear. That's between them and God. And I think really the point of this is that whatever that, however you come to worship for God, you are coming to be set apart for that particular activity. Don't just come to worship, um, you know, as though it, it is of no significance to you. Uh, treat it with the respect that it deserves because you're coming to encounter God, to experience God. In fact, in my Bible here, uh, the heading for this section says preparing for a divine encounter. And so when we look at this passage, that's what's happening here. You know, it seems kind of harsh and it seems kind of uh, kind of odd that, you know, well, why can't they go up onto the mountain? And, you know, why do they have to, why can't they enter sexual relations? Why are they having to do these purity things? And essentially, you know, it's not so much about exactly what they're doing as it is about, um, taking the moment seriously, right? The, you know, they can't go up onto the mountain because the mountain is where the holy, you know, is where God's presence is going to be. And you need to, you need to treat that with respect. And so there has to be some of that separation in a way. And so anyway, so those are just kind of some of my thoughts on this passage that we just need to treat our encounters with God as, as important because it is, because God is important to us and, and we should treat God with respect and importance in whatever ways that we can. Right. All right. Well, let's look at our last reading for today. And we're going to be looking at um, Hebrews chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Hebrews 2, 1 through 4. This is why it's necessary for us to pay more attention to what we have heard, or else we may drift away from it. If the message that was spoken by angels was reliable, and every offense and act of disobedience received an appropriate consequence, how will we escape if we ignore such a great salvation? It was first announced through the Lord, and then it was confirmed by those he, who heard him. God also vouched for their message with signs, amazing things, various miracles, and gifts from the Holy Spirit, which were handed out the way he wanted.
I think this message really speaks about the importance of intentionality in our relationship with God. Um, so on my sermon on Sunday, I talked about uh, a passage from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 4. And in that passage, I talked about the various ways and the various things that can uh, separate us from our relationship with God, that can kind of hide the good news um, and in that passage, Paul talks about the God of this age, whatever he really fully meant by that. Um, I kind of interpret that really to mean those things that separate us from God, uh, the things that this world values that go contrary to what Jesus um, taught us. And so um, I- anyway, in that passage, I, I talked about how um, the thing that we need to do you know, to reconnect with God is, is to really f- turn towards Christ, right? To, to focus on Jesus. And this passage here says, this is why it's necessary for us to pay more attention to what we have heard or else we may drift away from it. In other words, we have to really pay attention to growing in our faith, right? We have to turn towards the Lord so that we can, um, so that we can see the gospel, so that we can spend time, uh, you know, immersed in a relationship with Christ. Otherwise, if we don't, if we don't pay attention to how we are growing in our faith, if we don't pay attention to um, the things that we do in the world, um, then it can be really easy to be caught up in the things of this world um, to the point where our relationship with God begins to suffer because we're not spending near enough time with God to counteract those things of this world that seek to pull us away from God. And so I think it's, uh, it's just really important that we pay attention to our, our, our growing in our faith, that it's not something that we just kind of push aside and, and treat with a lack of respect, kind of like I was just talking about in my previous reflection about um, making sure that you treat an encounter with God with respect and that you don't treat God as, as just a trivial thing. Um, and just like we see here, it, that's why it's so important that we um, we treat our our relationship with God and our and our journey of transformation with God as important in our lives because it is it is it's life changing for us. Um, and so, anyway, those are just my thoughts on this short passage. So we're going to spend some time in prayer. I'll be lifting up some prayer requests or categories of prayer. After each prayer request, there'll be a moment of silence for you to lift up your own personal prayers to God. And then I will uh, say the words, Lord, in your mercy, your response will be hear our prayer. And when we're done with all of the prayer requests, we'll join together in the Lord's prayer. So let us pray. Oh, loving God, we are so thankful for this day and for all that you have placed upon our hearts through these readings and reflections. We bring now before you those things that are heavy on our hearts. We begin by praying for the people of our faith communities. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are suffering and those who are in trouble.
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the concerns of our local communities. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the world, its peoples, and its leaders. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the beautiful earth you have given to our care. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the Church Universal, its leaders, its members, and its mission. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, we lift all this before you, praying for healing, comfort, strength, peace, and wisdom as we pray the prayer you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Well, that's all for today's devotion. I hope you are able to hear a word from God for your life today. If you have any questions, suggestions, or prayer requests, uh, or would just like to share with me some of their own thoughts about these passages today, I would love to hear from you. And you can send those to the show email at admin at pastorkurt.com. May you go forth today in peace, shine the light of Christ everywhere you go. Until next time, have a blessed day. Bye.